GBC Podcasts, local voices on demand. Hello, Jonathan Scott here. Thanks for listening to the Gibraltar Today podcast. We're a live news show getting behind the headlines and bringing you news, sport, lifestyle discussions and interviews. For me, a real highlight on Tuesday was the positive story about public servants being recognised for going beyond the call of duty. We spoke to Edgar Lopez and Simha Belilo. The Nautilus project told us what a new international treaty means for local conservationists, and we got to know GBC's new weather providers, the Met Office. But we start now with the most controversial topic of the day, the Gibraltar flag not being featured in any media coverage of the European Cricket League in Malaga. Politics and sport again. Athlete Liam Byrne has been there before. The first time round in 99 I was a lot younger, so... I suppose I like the bravado to to see things through fully. Um, I was a little bit more intimidated by the whole situation. And I suppose I didn't feel like I had the full backing of, of I suppose, maybe the, the association. It was kind of like the ball was put in my court, like, it's up to you, you do what you want. And like I said, I was 23, turning. I, th- I turned 24 at the Games. Um, and the only thing I could do was nonchalantly walk across where the camera was in the closing ceremony with my Gibraltar um, tracksuit, mm. and it had Gibraltar across the back of, yeah. of the tracksuit, and I stood back to the camera, and Gibraltar appeared on the main screen, which was on the live feed on national Spanish television as well. So, um, you know, that was just the little the little piece that I could do yeah. then. But then second time... In 2018, you went tw- 2018, one step further. 2018, <laughs> I was... 2018, I was a little bit older and um, quite a bit older. Not as fast. <laughs> thanks for the fun. <laughs> thanks for the props. Not as fast anymore. <laughs> hence, hence running with, with the Masters. And um, obviously, we had a number of athletes that were going to go to this competition. Um, the rest of whom all boycotted, uh, which they're entirely in their right to do so. Uh, so so I, they decided rather than, um, you know, uh, have to compete uh, under these circumstances mm-hmm. where your flag wasn't treated equally yeah. to other people's, they thought, well, I'm not going. But you thought like, well, hang on, there's an opportunity here. Well, it was, it, it was, a, it was a combination of factors, really, because um, in, in, their, in their case, obviously, they felt strongly, they felt insulted and they felt that, you know, that if we're not going to be treated fairly, then we're not going to go at all. And, and I completely understand their, their point of view and I respect it in its entirety. Um, my point of view, though, was somewhat different. I thought it was it was definitely an insult to us. It was an insult to Gibraltar, um, for sure. Um, but I also thought that it was not fair at all on, on us as athletes or indeed our families. That, that, that's what I was going to say. Who had undergone the sacrifices that we had made. Loads to, of preparation. And preparation. And I thought it would be a shame to let that go to waste. So how, how do you think the uh, cricketers at Lathbury Lightning are feeling? Because uh, they were told that the Spanish media were under direct instructions from the Spanish Ministry of Sport not to display mm-hmm. the Gibraltar flag. The president of the Gibraltar Cricket Board, Mark Garrett, has told GBC they're working towards finding solutions ahead of the European Country Cricket Tournament to be held in Spain in September. Mm-hmm. Um, but but h- how must the athletes be feeling who uh, ultimately are there to play sport first and foremost? Well, I mean, obviously I, I can't speak on their behalf and... Um nor can I decide what posture a local cricket takes on, on, on this situation. I mean, that's entirely up to them. But from from my point of view, I think it is important to make a stance. I think it's important that it's out in the, the public eye um, and indeed on the international um, stage. Why? Uh, if we boycott, in my opinion, nobody's going to know. Okay, you know, Liam, we're, we're, we're small. Yeah. So, yeah, so you, you need to, you, yeah, we need to project. We, yeah, and, and therefore, if we, if we take a stance, if someone 
brings out a flag, even if members of the public go and support, and they bring out their flags, and, 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 and we show where we're from, and we go and we represent, and then we do our best in the competition as well, try and go as far as we can in that competition. I believe that helps put us on the map. I know that the Spanish will make a hullabaloo over it as well, mm-hmm. 100%. So that's all that's going to do is going to raise our profile, and more people are going to find out about the, the injustices that, that, that we suffer when we um, attend these events. So, um, yeah, I definitely feel it's best to be seen, and if we're seen, then we've got a greater chance of being heard. Lots of you getting in touch with your comments on stories that we're covering on Gibraltar today. We're having some feedback on um, our top story already. Julie has been in touch to say that the Spanish bully continues with psychological warfare uh, on Gibraltar. Some things will never change. At the end of the day, we are on our own. David versus Goliath. And uh, Debbie, one of our, our listeners, has uh, got in touch. You know, I'm all for the Gibraltar cricket carry on. You know, they don't show our flag, but carry on playing because it shows what kind of people we are, that we will just carry on going forward regardless of the obstacles put in front of us. Gibraltar Today with Jonathan Scott. Joined by Semha Belilo, who was given the Rising Star Award at yesterday's award ceremonies, uh, award ceremony organised uh, by the Chief Secretary Darren Greck. So, congratulations, Semha. Let's uh, let's start with you because we're also joined by Edgar Lopez, uh, who, if you're watching at home, you'll see in the back of uh, Semha's uh, shot. Um, but uh, let's start with you, uh, Rising Star. It must must feel great to get recognition like that. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, feeling very honoured to have been nominated and even more so to have won. Um, just wondering, you know, I think we all try our best to do our jobs. And uh, Yeah, so, so you, you've been, uh, your background is education, you've worked at the Department of Education, but now you're working in Westside School. That's correct. And, and, and how do you approach your, your work? I think I try to bring empathy into it. When I was working at the Education Department, I was part of the scholarships team. We had a very good team. And I think the take I try to bring on it is just remember students, especially the first time they're leaving home, they're feeling very vulnerable, uh, sometimes don't know how to deal with the most basic things. And it's just about holding their hands and trying to make things easier for them. And when things do get a little bit rocky, you know, just show them there's a solution to everything. You just have to ask for help. But let's bring in uh, Edgar Lopez, who was also recognised. So the Financial Intelligence Unit um, uh, has been recognised for its project, Project Nexus. Um, What can you you tell us about that? And and congratulations. Uh, Thank you very much, and congratulations on your new programme. Thank you. So... Yeah, obviously we're we're delighted that we've um, you know we've achieved this uh, this award, and it's it's great because it recognises the work and the efforts that's gone into into this now f- coming up to um, almost six year uh, project. So we've been working on this since 2017. Um, it's a three phase uh, project uh, which introduces uh, um, you know different aspects of. Um, of how we engage with with the private sector and indeed with the public sector. On Radio Gibraltar and on GBC Television, Gibraltar Today with Jonathan Scott. It's taken a decade of negotiations to get here. Ladies and gentlemen, the ship has reached the shore. A beautiful moment for conservationists. Um, Luis Stanieta of the Nautilus Project in the studio, you must have been delighted with that outcome. Yeah, it's it's great news. For a long time, 
the high seas have been unprotected. Uh, you know, they've been basically the, the frontier uh, of, of our planet. And, uh, and, and they've been exploited. And now this, this new agreement at least puts a, a framework in place where we can now hopefully get this ratified and then implemented locally. And then we can start uh, protecting a species outside of local territorial waters. So we're joined by a young conservationist, Alex, and tell us a little bit about why you're interested in conservation and, and, and you know, what, what do you think of this agreement? Alright, so I think it's a good agreement to come into place as it protects more species further out, so into high seas, like Lewis has said. It's only protected inside our coastlines, so if they're protected further out, it will help protect the biodiversity and we could see more species, hopefully, or more types of species as less species would die. Gibraltar Today with Jonathan Scott. Levante or Poniente, it's always a big question and uh, the people who are going to help us to understand that um, are uh, now joining us in the studio. Principal meteorologist Christopher Burton is part of a team that's taken over that responsibility. Um, Chris, uh, the weather's big news always, isn't it? Good afternoon. Yes, it always is. It is anywhere in the world, but I think in particular here in Gibraltar, um, we have that unique um, wind. Levante or Poniente has a big impact on the weather conditions here. And in particular, for those who are trying to fly out from the airport, it can have a huge impact on whether we get out or not. So Levante, Poniente, rain or shine, just uh, two of the questions that uh, that you guys ask yourselves. Tell us a little bit about um, how you approach the day it's, a, it's an early start isn't it for you yeah so we start at 5 45 in the morning so a nice early start for us and that is basically to look at all the computer model simulations of the weather for uh, for the next few hours and days uh, and combine that with what's happening outside the window and making those uh, uh, those uh, changes based on that and also for the unique geography of gibraltar so the rock has a really big impact on the weather conditions here thanks for listening to those highlights from gibraltar today I'm Kelly M. Borge, the show's producer. We're live on Radio Gibraltar Monday to Friday from 1 to 2, getting behind the headlines. And you can catch up here whenever you like. Until next time, have a good one. GBC Podcasts. Local voices on demand.